Welcome to the Podcast to Amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 90 of the podcast to amplify show. I hope you're doing well. In today's episode, I am tackling a common objection that I hear when it comes to female business owners starting a podcast for their business. I've been doing this podcasting thing for about two and a half years, and I have heard this objection from the very beginning. Even though podcasting has grown tremendously in those two and a half years, it seems to always be something that business owners fall back on. And this common objection, this, what I like to call an excuse, ah, (laughs) this, this excuse is, I don't have time to start a podcast. And it might be that you are thinking the same thing. And this isn't a show where I'm going to berate you. Um, I do believe that you have the time, but we're going to explore this a little bit more in the episode. I'm also going to give you a breakdown of what the actual, with me and my clients anyway, what the actual time commitment looks like. Um, And then we can kind of talk about how you can, if you want to, if you're ready to go and you, you feel inspired by this episode, how you can then get started with launching your podcast. Now, I am not going to sit here and say that podcasting doesn't require time. It absolutely does. But maybe you've heard what I've heard. And there's this thing in the industry, the podcasting industry, where people are saying that you need 10 hours a week to manage your podcast, to maintain your podcast. Now, on that basis, I'm not surprised that you are concerned about not having the time or maybe you're concerned about not being able to maintain it consistently, right? I absolutely don't blame you because when you hear 10 hours a week, that's 40 hours a month. Who's got time for that? (laughs) But I am here to assure you, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I've got 110 episodes in the can. I have edited, produced, launched so many podcasts at this stage. And it really depends on how open you are to finding your system. That is the key to long-term podcasting, finding a system that works for you. And we'll come back to this, but 100% batching is your friend. In my world, managing your podcast doesn't need to take more than 10 hours a month. Yes, you heard that right, 10 hours a month. There's this belief that we maybe we see people launching and we chat to people about, oh, what's actually involved. But what might be working for or not working for one person doesn't necessarily mean that you need to adopt the same approach. So I want you to be open-minded as you listen 
through to this episode. If this is something that you have been telling yourself, I don't have time to start a podcast, or you are worried about maintaining it consistently, I want you to really tune in and hear me. Because if you are really passionate, so we all talk about why, right? What are, What's our why for starting our business? What's our why for starting our podcast? And so if you have a deeper mission and this is the only thing that's holding you back, you're like kind of like you've heard what other people are saying. It takes hours and hours and hours and hours. Settle in because I'm hoping by the end of this episode that I can show you a different way, Rosemary's way, because I certainly do not spend 40 hours a month managing this show. And that's releasing one episode a week. I'm now about to go into releasing two episodes a week. And I still do not plan to spend 40 hours a month. I don't have 40 hours a month. That is infringing way too much on my Netflix time. And you know, your girl loves Netflix. So ain't nobody got time for 40 hours a month. As much as I love podcasting, that just totally belies the point. So let's kind of look at what is actually involved with managing your podcast. And I think I'm glad we're talking about this, even though I, you know, decided to talk about it. But I think that a lot of people who DIY their launch totally underestimate how much time is required because the launch is a different beast, right? You're working towards a set deadline. You've probably bought a course or they've probably um, Google stuff, whatever their method is. But those things don't really tell you how much time is involved. It just gives you step by step. Like you need to, to find your music. You need to choose a name. You have to create your cover art. Your cover art needs to look like this. But I don't really see people really talking in those sort of early moments about how much time is required. Whereas I, from the minute I hop on a sales call or a discovery call with potential clients, I make sure that they are crystal clear. I'm doing my duty in letting them know that this is going to take 10 hours of your time a month. Can you commit to that? Because I put everything into making my clients' shows a success. Like they've all got such meaningful, impactful missions, visions, and it breaks my heart. I have had clients in the past, in my early days, I'm not even going to front, but in my early days who launched their show and then stopped. They didn't really know. I didn't really, well, I tried to tell them, but I didn't give them any, um, systems in place to kind of help them. It was a different world back then. Whereas now when I work with my clients, they have, if they choose to accept it, they have a system that they can adopt and tailor to their own schedule. No matter if you've got five kids, no matter if you've got an elderly mum that you need to look after, no matter your business and life situation, you can definitely podcast consistently, i.e. once a week, and not feel like your head is about to explode. That is 100% possible. All right, so let's look at these different tasks. These are going to be the basics that you will do for your podcast or to get a podcast out every week. And so we're going to kind of follow my four piece framework that I used to use back in the day when I did six-week launches. 
I think the framework really applies here. And that four-piece framework is prep, produce, publish, and promote. So those are the four buckets, pillars, phases that you will go through in order to get your episode out every week. But the key here is not to do it on a weekly basis. Remember, we're going to batch as much as we can, but we'll come back to that in a minute. So first of all, you want to outline your episodes and record them. Now, I do these in two separate sittings because I have the attention of a goldfish. So I will sit and outline my month's episode. Well, I'm doing two episodes a week now. So I'll do two weeks at a time because to do eight in one sitting, my head be gone. So I will sit and outline four episodes. I have a template that just, I print it off. I try not to print too much, but I am very much a pen and paper kind of gal when it comes to planning. So I'll print off four slash eight of these templates. And this template really just has the keyword, the working title, like the intro, um, any related episodes that I want to mention. It's just like my one-stop shop. And what I love about this outline, and I share it with my clients as well. So when you work with me, you'll get a copy. But what I love about this outline is that it makes creating my show notes so much easier. So, so much easier. I don't have to stop and think. I can just write the show notes based off my outline. So up to you if you want to do the outline and the recording in the same sitting, I do it separately. So of course, as I said, recording. Now, totally up to you. The longer your episode, the more time it's going to take. But I highly, highly recommend batch recording your episodes. So my best clients (laughs) who are the same sort of wavelength as me when it comes to batching, they love batching. They tend to do this at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month. And then they don't have to think about it for the rest of that month, right? They just need to, depending on the package that they're on with me, if they're editing only, they can batch the four episodes, leave it with me. I'll do my magic week after week. And they just have to focus on everything else. If they're on a full management package where I'm doing doing a lot more, except the marketing, all they've then got to do every week is focus on the marketing. So if you're not a batcher, but you you can hear and you know the benefits of what I'm saying to you, I highly recommend, highly, if you batch anything, batch record your episodes. Like you don't know when you're going to get sick. You don't know when something's going to happen in your business. Like batching is the best. Just batch four episodes, keep them short. I think there's this thing in the industry, we look at the bigger names I think that we've got to record for hours and hours and end. We really, really don't. Think about how much time your audience has. Think about how much time you have because the recording, I think 20, 22, 25 minutes is a sweet spot. That works really, really well. It's all about just getting your value across in the amount of time that you can. It's not about just making it fluffy to make your episode longer. But if you were to do 30 minute episodes, that right there is a two hour per month allocated on your calendar, two hours a month. And of course, when you're first starting out, there might be some stop and starts. That is totally normal. But once you get your flow and you find your rhythm, that is literally two hours a month to record. And then you just, you know, pop them in the bank. You send them to your editor. Hi, me. I can help you with that. Or if you're editing yourself, 
you can do it when you're ready. Which takes me on to editing. Now, I am not someone who, as a professional editor, I'm not going to sit here and say, you must edit your podcast as I would, because you haven't got time for that. Let's, let's be honest. But I do think that there's certain things that you can do where you're not editing for hours, but you can make sure that your listeners have a pleasurable listen experience. There's nothing worse, in my opinion. I find it so distracting when like there's mouse smacks. So this is a mouse smack. Normally you wouldn't hear that noise because I will edit it out. But noises like that you want to take out. If there's any huge gaps between your um, sentences, you'll want to reduce that down. Like there's certain things that you can do to make it to make your episode sound good without spending hours editing. If you do have the budget to outsource your editing, I highly re- recommend that you do. That is the top service that I offer my management clients because they have no interest or desire to learn um, and they just don't have the time to do it themselves. So if that's something that you're looking for support with, feel free to hit your girl up. Um, we can have a conversation around how I can support you with your editing. But if that's not something you can do right now, 100% understand. There's tools out there like Descript. Um, Descript is great because it allows you to edit your episode by editing text. Yep. So as you would a, a Word document, if you were to do a dissertation, for example, and you did a written version, uh, not written, sorry, an audio version, and you wanted to cut it down, you can just go in and use the written text to cut down your dissertation, your audio dissertation. So Descript is a really great option for DIYers. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. And it's really only about, I think it's like $15 a month. And it does so much. Like It does video editing. You can pull clips for your podcast. It does so much. So it's definitely worth the investment. And then the other bit we have is show notes. So we're still in the produce section of the P. So show notes and other copy. So you might want to, I know I find it easier. Writing doesn't come easy, easy to me at all. But once I'm doing everything in one go, I do find it a lot easier. So the same might be for you. You'll use your outline to write your show notes. You'll use a transcript to pull any quotes or any sort of social media posts that you want. You also use this time to write your email to your email list, like the written part. This is a great piece to also batch because when you're in a zone, you're in the zone and you can just get it knocked out. And then also we have the graphics. So depending on the platform you're in, maybe even your blog posts, you'll want to spend it. This is quick. This is literally just changing out your episode number, your episode title, downloading it. If you're creating an audiogram, you can use headliner. That process is really quick as well. The beauty of recording the four episodes per month is that you can just get this all done. And then we'll move on to publish. So you obviously then want to publish your episode, schedule it. So you want to upload it to your host, schedule it for your release day. I normally do 6am, but you could do like two, three, four, totally up to you, whatever time is best for you. You'll schedule them um, dependent, or you can schedule them every week. I think the key is to do the batching of the bulkier things. So batching the editing, batching the written stuff. Those are the two pieces that you're definitely 
going to want to batch. And then that frees you up every week to do the key bit that a lot of people, including myself, I've been there. So I know, but we then get to the promote bit. And because there's so many other little niggly pieces before, this is a bit where people post once. Yep, that's it. I'm done. I'm already thinking about the next episode. And that's why you need to batch. So it's all about marketing your show. I recommend at least three times per episode on the platforms of your choice. Your email list could just be the once on the day your podcast episode goes live, but on your platforms, you definitely want to like talk about it at least three times. Now, those are all the tasks. I firmly believe, and I am proof that you can do these tasks in 10 hours a month. When you first start out, you might need to find your flow with, you know, with anything new, but this is what I call having a podcast workflow. Now, I talked about this a little bit. I believe it was episode 37, where I talked about podcast workflows. So head on back and listen to that episode to learn more. But where a lot of people go wrong in terms of maintaining consistency is that they have no systems in place. But if you can use like, I don't use a project management tool, although I'm trying out Notion at the moment. But if you use like Airtable, an Excel spreadsheet, Asana, whatever your tool of choice is, that will keep you on track. Something that I used to do is I would print or I'll keep above my desk, like a checkbox of all the tasks I needed to do, because these are the basics. Like there's other stuff like having a blog post on your website. There's pinning on Pinterest. There's There's so much more, but these are the absolute basics of getting your podcast out there every week. Now, I would love to know what you think. After hearing that breakdown, um, be sure to send me a message on Instagram and let me know if that freaks you out even more or if you're like, okay, I can see where Rosemary's at. This could be doable. And let's chat it through because I think there's a lot, not scaremongering, But I think there's a lot of, oh, podcasting takes so much time. But actually, it's all about systems. And you know that I'm a bit of an organization nerd. And so I make sure that I have systems in place for myself and my clients to make sure that they can maintain that consistency. And now in terms of, because you're probably thinking, oh, I'm going to have to find the time. That's something that I hear a lot in in conjunction to this. I don't have the time. I'm going to have to find the time. And this really comes from this belief that a podcast is another thing, right? And I believe this. When I first started my podcast, it was a separate arm from my business. So I was creating content. It tied in with my mission and my vision. But because I believed all the things in the podcasting industry about how it's a long game, I never really aligned it with my offers. I didn't align it with my business. It was just this thing over there. And so with that mindset, you don't really see what it can do. It's true, the true power of podcasting. It's not about finding time in your schedule for podcasting. It's about identifying what it replaces or what it helps you achieve in terms of low investment on your time and energy. And you know what I'm about to say, if you've been in my world for long enough, (laughs) what I'm about to say 
is not going to be news to you. Example number one, social media. What are you doing on social media right now? Because I've seen it with my clients. I have been there. You know, we're showing up on stories 15 times a day. We're doing a reel. We're chatting to, you know, our audience in the DMs, which tick, we, I think that's definitely the role of social media, of Instagram. But what if instead you had a 20 minute episode that provided you those three posts? You don't really have to be posting five times a week. That gives you speaking points that you can talk about in your stories over the course of the week that will help you create an email to your email list. Like what if that was your reality? Because I firmly believe that having a podcast as not only at the top of your funnel, but as your core content, you are actually halving the amount of time that you are marketing your business on social media. And it's all about repetition, right? They say that people need to hear, I don't know if it's seven times or 28 times at this point, the number keeps changing, but they say the sales gurus or coaches or whoever says that people need to hear what you've got to say multiple, multiple times. And so a podcast episode makes that really easy to do without you feeling as though you're repeating yourself and thinking that your audience thinks that you are repeating yourself. It is super, super easy. So instead of right now doing all these things, and I follow people on Instagram and I'm on their email list. And what a lot of people do is that they take the exact Instagram post and they send it to their list. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I personally find it a little bit annoying. So I would normally unsubscribe to the list or unfollow them on Instagram because I just want to hear that message. I just want to hear it once. I just want to see it once. I just want to read it once. You don't need to do that with a podcast. You really don't. You can take the time to outline your show, provide so much value. And then before you know it, you are able to pull so much content. Like I can't remember the episode, but we talked about repurposing your podcast. Let me quickly grab the number. I've just got my Airtable, my Google Sheet open here. So it was a very, very popular episode. So episode 82, we talked about using my 321 repurposing strategy. And it literally is three, two, one, six different things. We're not talking about doing 25 different things, just six different things that you can do to get more ears on your podcast. And I guarantee you, it will be better time spent than what you are doing right now on your social media platform of choice, which is burning you out. You might not want to admit it, but social media is a quick path to burnout. Why not instead create a podcast that, of course, positions you as an authority? It gives you the space to really step into whether you like to educate, whether you like to activate people, whether you just like to share your opinion that no one else wants to share, whatever your reasons for podcasting, I guarantee you that it will help you leverage your time better because I know you didn't start your business to become a content creator. That's a conversation I had to have with myself. Like I never envisioned spending this amount of time on Instagram. So that's it. I'm going to end 
it there. I hope that I have shown you that actually you do have time to start a podcast and it doesn't take as long as you might think it will take. And I hope this has encouraged you to start moving the needle towards starting your podcast. If there's anything on this topic or anything around this topic that you'd like to chat more about, you know, I'm in my Instagram DMs. I love to chat to my community. Head on over to at Too Busy to Podcast. Let's have a conversation. But I promise you, your podcast is not going to become this like anchor, this chain dragging you down. You are doing that already with social media. So let's change that. What could you do? Like if right now you're spending, I don't know, 15 hours a week on social media and with your podcast, you're able to cut that down to five. And the majority of that is having conversations in the DMs because that's important, right? You want to have those conversations, build those relationships with your audience. What would you then do with that extra 10 hours? What would you do? Ask yourself that question. I'm not here to pull the wool over your eyes, but a podcast is definitely the tool that will help market your business in less time. And heck, it's a hell of a lot more fun than showing up on Instagram, pointing, talking, for only 3% of your audience to see. All right, I look forward to hearing from you and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.